Oh my god, fuck me. I'm not really into jabby jabby. I don't think I could take anything to my penis. Believe me, not a wreck. I'm flinching. If anything, I'm flinching. Oh, I was thinking white people. Sorry, I feel bad now. Welcome back to uh, the last episode. Yeah. Or the second last episode. I'm not quite sure anymore, depending on how... (laughs) Keeps a mystery. Keeps a mystery. Of Caligula. Episode 23. In our last episode, we talked about uh, Cassius Correa, Tribune of the Praetorian Guard, who, according to all of our sources, was one of the main conspirators in the final conspiracy, the one that ended Caligula's life. We talked about a bunch of reasons in the old sources why he may have wanted to kill Caligula. He was mm-hmm. a he, he was a soldier in Caligula's father's army in Germany, Tiberius's army probably too in Germany. He, uh, you know, Caligula used to sort of offend this guy yeah, by making Justin. dick and pussy the passwords, yeah. making jerk off motions <laughs> with his hand, like this? calling him. Calling him a little bitch because he had a high-pitched voice. No, I don't. And we decided in our last episode, maybe this guy just decided Caligula wasn't worthy of being emperor uh, yeah. and he was going to take him out. But that seems to me to be a bit of a stretch for me. For a mere tribune of yeah. the Praetorian Guard to bring it upon himself to decide to get to kill the emperor because right. he wasn't passing muster <laughs> probably there needs to be a little bit more to it than that i think well, i mean look, look uh, you know gavrilo princeps wasn't anybody when right. he killed franz ferdinand good point but he was part of a bigger movement the black hand etc cetera, etc cetera. um uh, uh, who's the guy that killed abraham lincoln uh, Boops, with a Will, single Boops, shot from a john wilk Boops, the texas bookshop God. Book depository Wait, window. What? what? <laughs> Did you say Lincoln or Kennedy? I'm getting oh all my, my American. I just blend them all together, all the American presidential assassinations. They're all the same. Yeah. Hey, l- let me guess. Let me read your mind based off the many years we've been together. So here, here, here's my attempt to read. I think you're going to say this next. I think you're going to say that Korea, the idea of him changing the entire system of Rome on his own by killing this guy is far-fetched, but at the same time, he is in the perfect position to get up close to Caligula. So he, even though he might be the hand, he might not be the brains behind what's about to happen. Is that yeah. what you were going to say? Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah I've been in your yeah. ass, and now I'm in mm. your head. Ah! Sorry. Sorry. <sighs> Sorry. The funny thing is I didn't even notice. Uh, <laughs> Either time. Yeah. Now, according to the ancient sources, Korea had support from some of the other members of the Praetorian Guard. Not all of them, as we'll right. see. It's too much. But some. He uh, had the support of another tribune, Papinius. Mm-hmm who we know nothing more about. 
might have been related to the sexy Papinius <laughs> that was executed by Caligula a few episodes Ooh, ago. Revenge. And his right-hand man in the actual execution right. was another tribune, Cornelius Sabinus. Mm-hmm. Now, Josephus also mentions another conspiracy, an unrelated conspiracy, but contemporary with this conspiracy. Ah. According to him, led by Emilius Regulus of of Cordoba. Again, we know nothing really about this guy, Uh, but according to Josephus, he too was motivated by a commitment to liberty (laughs) and freedom. And the American way. Right. Peace-loving peoples. Now. Yes. Yes. Now, this is both both of these guys, Korea and uh, Regulus. According to Josephus, they were inspired by uh, liberty, which suggests a return to the Republic. Now, keep in mind that Josephus is writing this under... Well, I don't know Vespasian or Titus or one of these guys. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's writing in the probably early second century. I think he wrote his Antiquities late first, early second. Um, so he's writing under an em- under an emperor. Yeah. So yeah. to suggest that in his writings that uh, empires are bad. Right. Uh, and that these guys wanted to end the empire because they were great and noble Romans. Uh, it would be a weird thing for him to write during, you know, when he was working for and been saved by. I mean, he was sort of granted his freedom by Josephus, um, becomes an advisor and friend of Titus. Uh for him then to say, well, these guys were awesome because they wanted to get rid of emperors would probably be a little bit awkward at Sunday afternoon lunch when you <laughs> yep, got invited brunch, around next. Yep. Well, you know? let me let me split hairs for a second. Maybe he's saying in his history books that these guys want to bring back the Republic because, one, Caligula is a bad leader, and two, Claudius, the only other option, would also be a bad leader. Now, we're not saying, he's not saying the Republic is good, he's just saying it's the best of a situation with what they have with Caligula and Claudius, but maybe he would say under torture, I think you guys, I think the current administration is great because we have a good leader. I think I was just demonstrating a time when Rome had a bad leader and he had to be removed. I think that, I mean, that that's splitting hairs, but I think that's one interpretation that may be possible. And he, I just looked it up. He finished antiquities under the reign of Domitian. So, yeah, he might have been saying, look, you Flavians love the flavor Flavians. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> but, uh, oh, by the way, I did, I forgot to play this. I got to play this. Uh, this is, uh, my new favourite saying, and this comes from our uh, erudite British, uh, number one uh, British listener, uh, Martin Darlington, uh-huh. Marty D. Galloping cockwomble. <laughs> Galloping cockwomble. Galloping cockwomble. It's my favourite. Uh, you- yeah. He- <laughs> 
Could you use that yeah. in a sentence? Well, that is, is your ringtone. Is, is it an explanation? Is it a? I mean, could you could you give me an example of how to use that? Yeah. Well, Martin uh, didn't like. Oh, I had that, I did that interview with Anthony Poulton Smith, uh, right. one of Martin's countrymen, who was sort of explaining the Latin roots of some modern oh, yes. words and yes. Martin wasn't a big fan of that guy or that show, that in, that interview, and he no. referred to the guy as a galloping cockwomble uh, in an email, <laughs> which I, I I thought was... Uh, I'm not saying that about our no. guest. No, 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 no. But uh, let, me, let me read from his email. Uh, here we go. Oh, no, he was talking about Trump. There you go. He wasn't okay. talking about our guest. It was in an email about right. our guest. I just read Trumpton's defense about let's inject people with disinfectant comment, <laughs> claiming he was being sarcastic. I didn't think I could lower my opinion of this galloping cockwomble, but after this latest incident, I actually have. Galloping? Oh, here's his email. He said... My only question is about the dynamic between you two. In the old days, Ray's excuse for not researching was his day job at the health clinic. If I've got this right, Ray has actually paid for full-time podcasting these days. The research on his World War II show appears to be thorough and extensive. So what is the distraction from researching all your joint shows? That's a... Yeah, good question. That's a really good question. What's the fucking problem, Ray? Do do I... I It's because, you know... Do I... You what? know you don't need to. You know that uh, well, I'll do it for you. Right? I'm standing on the shoulder of a historical podcasting giant. To get in your yeah. way would yeah. actually be rude. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's your write that down. That's, that's your excuse, good. and you're sticking right. to it. Yeah. 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 Shut up, Martin. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good one. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Galloping cockwomble. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Josephus. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know what Josephus is going on about, but there's more from Josephus here. Like, he says that there was another guy that's very important in this final conspiracy, and I think this was where it all comes together. Right. The Senator Lucius Annius... Vinicianus, or Finicianus, as I like to think of him. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing worse than having a Finicianus. Oh, uh, preaching to the choir. It'll, you, you know, the, the ever heard the saying, shit will get off the pot? That's, <laughs> right. that was based on somebody that had a, a Finicianus. Right. It's like, Just come decide. on, anus. Yeah. God. Just, yeah, make a decision. One way or the other. <laughs> Let's go. Fuck, I ain't got all According day. to Joe. According to Josephus, Finicianus was motivated in the conspiracy partly by his friendship of Lepidus, Marcus Aemilius Lepidus, Ooh, uh, Caligula's right. best friend and boy toy who may or may not have been fucking, well, he was married to uh, Drusilla before she died, and then he was supposedly fucking Caligula's other sisters and or involved in a conspiracy against Caligula with his sisters. Right. And the is is German general. So uh, apparently, Finicianus was friends with Lepidus. Damn, so and he may have been involved. Right. Well, yes, but he may have been involved in that conspiracy as well. Remember, there was this big old fucking conspiracy. It appears even the 
Senate or the records of the Arval Brotherhood or one of those said something about congratulations, Caligula, on defeating the conspiracy. Right. I mean, they were either saying that just to keep him happy or there really was a conspiracy and it yeah. was understood and they were acknowledging that. But it, it went deep. This is where his, Caligula's um, suspicions of conspiracy seem to have started when he went to Germany and then mm-hmm. he finds out that Lepidus and his sisters are involved in something. Well, Finicianus was either involved in that or developed a, a successive conspiracy as a result of the execution of Lepidus. We, we don't really know. But, but there's more to Finicianus. He, he goes way back, right. which I'll get to in a minute. Okay. Do, um, now, Josephus also suggests that Korea and the other tribune, Sabinus, approached Finicianus and declared the watchword liberty and then presented their plan. So they just yeah. went up to him, not knowing him from Adam. Yeah. There are a right. couple of shit kickers from the Praetorian <clears throat> Guard. He's a senator. Yeah. And they went up and they went, uh, Liberty. And he went, oh, yes. <laughs> and they said, we want to kill Caligula. And he went, fucking right on. Well, like, let's what? give us some. Yeah, really? that's, that's a bit much. But let's give us some context. So like you said, um, Finicianus was friends with the Lepidus. He has now been killed by the state, by Caligula, which means um, Finicianus, to a degree, might be a potential future target of Caligula. So you've got the idea of revenge. You've got the idea of self-preservation. Get Caligula before he gets you. These two guys walk up to you, and I'd like to think they weren't that blunt about it. Maybe they took him for a couple of drinks, and they just started talking about liberty and, and stuff and the good old days, and then they delicately brought it up. But I think he would be a willing he would be willing to hear them out, however it happened. And so, again, you've got the military maybe working for somebody somebody else, another civilian, now approaching you know this senator trying to widen their group of conspirators. Or mm-hmm. Josephus has it asked backwards. Right. Which is fine if you're in a Vegas hotel room, but not (laughs) fine when you're writing history. What if it was Finicianus that brought Korea and Sabinus into a plot? Because, as you said earlier, they were, you know, close, easier to get to him because they were his, they were with him all the time. Because Finicianus has been involved in conspiracies before, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you remember or did you look it up in your notes or my notes? Which did you did you <laughs> look it up anywhere on YouTube? Finicianus no, was me. involved in a Maestas trial once before. Right. Back in 32, nine years prior, after the fall of Sianus. Ooh. He was one of a group of five guys right. that were accused of being part of the Sianus plot to bring down Tiberius. That mm. was Tiberius's excuse for bringing down Sianus. And Tiberius pardoned him. Now, mm. Finicianus himself was probably the son of Gaius Annius Pollio, Suffolk right. consul back in 21 or 22 CE, and Vinicia, his would have been his mother, making him the nephew of her brother Marcus Vinicius. 
Marcus Vinicius was married to Julia Livilla, the youngest daughter of Germanicus, one right. of, you know, Caligula's sisters. Yeah. So you've got Marcus Vinicius, brother-in-law of Caligula. His wife was sent into exile for having an affair with Lepidus and or being involved in some great conspiracy with Lepidus against Caligula. Right. If she was involved in a conspiracy, reasonable to assume that her husband would have been involved in that conspiracy as well or known about it. And his nephew, Vinicianus, was involved supposedly in a conspiracy against Tiberius back in the early 30s, Mm. a few years earlier. Right. So these two guys, uh, Vinicianus and Vinicius, have been involved in talks about conspiracies against Tiberius and or Caligula before, loosely connected. So, So there seems to have been something going on, and this is why I'm suggesting that maybe this plot to restore the Republic goes back well before Caligula. Right. Well, I certainly have, I, I think it's, it's more plausible to say that the civilian senator approached the two military guys as opposed to the other way around. Because again, if you're going to have a military coup, don't you have to take out a lot more people than just Caligula? So I, I think it's completely plausible um, that the Nikianus would go approach the military guy, say, hey, this is something uh, I want you to, to be in on. I do still have a little bit of trouble with restoring the Republic because everybody's kind of out for themselves at this point. But it certainly is possible. Uh, but, but I think the military is nothing more than a tool at this point. But that's pretty much their job, to be the tip of the spear for whatever politician is trying to do something. So think about in the middle of the Tiberius years when Tiberius is like, fuck all y'all, I'm going to Capri to my sex palace and I'm going to leave Sianus in control. Mm -hmm. You've got, Sianus goes uh, off the deep end. Shit starts to go off the rails. (laughs) Uh, So you've got Sianus and Finicky Anus, not related, uh, the the Anus twins. Maybe Finicky Anus and a group of other senators. I mean, you've got to imagine that during the the Sianus years, mm-hmm. there were guys sitting around in hushed whispers, oh, yeah. saying, "We we got to got to do something about this. What are we going to do?" Right. Like, okay, things were okay during Augustus's years, but. Tiberius, you know, we had big hopes for him because he'd often over a beer or two late at night and said, you know what, it would be cool, bring him back the Republic. That if, I, yeah. if I ever get my hands on the throne, oh, yeah. I'm going to bring back the Republic. We, we only held on all these years, honestly, because yeah. Tiberius assured us that when he was emperor, he was going to bring back the Republic because he's a good Claudian and Claudians have always done the right thing. I mean, they've been batshit crazy sometimes, but they've always, it's always been right. for the good Go of the Republic the and themselves. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, we believe Tiberius is going to be bad, but then they're, they're, they are four or five years into Tiberius's reign and now he's checked out and uh, he's having he's having little babies <laughs> suck on his knob in Capri and he's left Sianus in control of things. Sianus, who the fuck is Sianus? He was a prefect 
of the Praetorian Guard. He's fucking nobody. Now yeah. he's running around, you know, executing people yeah. and shit. Calling the shots. No, no. Yeah. Unacceptable. No, this is unacceptable. <laughs> what are we going to do? Well, right. maybe it's time. I mean, I mean, okay, so we're talking a few years in a five years, let's say, into Tiberius's rule. Germanicus has been killed. Uh, Tiberius's son Drusus has been killed. Uh, Caligula, you know, Germanicus's uh, eldest sons have been dealt with. They've been uh, uh, thrown into jail. Caligula's yeah. what, like thirteen? I don't know, fourteen, fifteen, whatever. He's not an option. Right. Claudius, no one takes Claudius seriously. Yeah. These guys, what are their options at that juncture? They probably think, I, you know, I think they're thinking, well, this whole, you know, empire experiment was fun for a while, yeah. but now it's, <laughs> it's fucked. It's run, run its course. we got to do something. We have to yes. do something. What are we going to do? I mean, despite, I mean, you're right in saying that the Senate are, are obviously uh, mostly ineffective uh, pussies. That's one of the reasons why... Tiberius went fuck all y'all. Yeah. I'm going to Capri, <laughs> right? Because he, he he just had he was just disgusted with their inability to to think and act. But uh, what are the options then? If you're one of these guys, a small cabal yeah. of guys that says, "Okay, we we have to do something," you, there's no imperial successor that that makes any sense, right? Mm-hmm. At that okay. juncture, right. How about this? So it's either will, restore restore the republic, right? Come up with an imperial successor, or what? Invent something else? Well, I mean, yeah. invent communism? I don't know. What's what's the <laughs> what's the alternative to those two? Right, how, <laughs> for how, a Roman how about senator. I'll, I'll meet you halfway. Maybe these guys wanted to return some form of the old republic. Um even though I don't think it would have worked because one, you better make damn sure the military is on board with this, get this kind of thing. And again, the Praetorian guards are paid to protect the princeps. If there is no princeps, are they suddenly out of a job? That's not a very good thing for a soldier. So maybe they did want to restore the back to the old ways. I just don't think it would have worked. I think it would have been only a matter of time before there's another civil war, but you're right. I think they had very few options. And so even a desperate man, this is me being deep, even a desperate drowning man will grab at the tip of a sword. I think I read that in a fortune cookie. I think that's your justification for uh, going down on D'Angelo. <laughs> well, if I blow him, then he he's too tired to get Heather. So win, win. No, that doesn't sound That's right. That's what you thought. <laughs> but he's only yeah. 22, so he just fucks her anyway. God, I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even wait till I leave. Anyway. So, I don't know, man. Like, the more I delve into this, the more there's layers upon layers yes. upon layers going oh, yes. on here with these guys that goes yeah. way back before Caligula. I think. Good point. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, and then, as I said uh, earlier, when Caligula came in, he said he was going to give the Senate back its power. Then he starts building huge boats and, Runs out of money. you know, maybe they go, okay, it's time to it's time to do something about this again. I don't know. But right. it sounds plausible to me. We'll see what happens in our next season. Anyway, uh, 
uh, you know, a year after, this is more to it too, which we will see, but as we'll see when we do the Claudius series, uh, uh, Finicky Anus, Mm -hmm. a year later, supports another (laughs) conspiracy. The one, the Lun, the Lun, the one led by Lucius Aruntius Camillus Scribonianus. That's a name. Another anus. To overthrow Claudius. When that fails, they both commit suicide, Vinicianus and Scribonianus. Right. But then, years later, both of Finicianus's sons were involved in conspiracies against Nero. Oh my god, I have a headache. I think this guy's this guy's just an anarchist. He just likes to stir up shit. I I, I don't think he believes in anything anymore. I think he's just a drama queen. He was rejected in high school. So we or there is a long-term tradition in this family stretching from oh. the reign of Tiberius through Caligula Claudius and Nero, where this family is trying to overthrow the empire. To right or wrong. Could be. Could be. It's to dynasty. restore the republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even, you know, they even try to overthrow Claudius. Uh, I mean, so he's like the Jimmy Carter of emperors. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's way deeper than our oh, Caligula was batshit crazy. Absolutely. It's way deeper. There's something, something systemic going on here with this yeah. family, in the very least, Finicianus, um, trying to do something about getting rid of the monarchy. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a whole other bunch of layers and side stories that we don't know. They've been lost to the sources. And if you're good at a conspiracy, then your name never does come to the light of day. That's the whole point. It's like Heather said about D'Angelo the first time. This goes way deeper than I ever imagined. <laughs> what's, now, the be- Hold on. what's the difference between ooh and ah? About three what, inches. An inch? About three inches. <laughs> <laughs> three inches. Or in this case, seven yeah. inches. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Move on. Move along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another senator that is involved in the conspiracy, apparently, is Valerius Asiaticus. <laughs> like the name. Yeah. And he didn't even come from Asia. He came from Gaul. Should have been Valerius French, Frenchianus. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he was the first, the first man from Gaul to be admitted into the Roman Senate. Wow. And the first man from Gaul to become consul. He must have been the right stuff. I mean, because those Romans, let's be honest, they're a little racy, a little racist uh, going on there. So good for him. But it, obviously it took them, it took uh, Gaul since the time of Caesar uh, to get into the Senate. So again, good for him. Yeah. And he was a close friend of Caligula. Now we've mentioned him before. Right. Uh, Seneca tells a story where Caligula fucked Asiaticus's wife and then complained (laughs) about her at a dinner party. I think he was at a dinner party supposedly with Asiaticus and his wife, grabs the wife by the hand, takes her out the back, fucks her, brings her back, comes back into the dining room, sits down and then complains in front of 
her and her husband about how bad she yeah. was in bed. Actually, I had the transcript. Or up against, up, how bad she was up against a right. column. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I had to actually yeah. have the transcript. Yeah. So they get back and, and Caligula goes, hey, Asiatic, you're, <laughs> Asiaticus, your wife is so bad at sex. And then there's dead silence. And then that's when Caligula goes, hey, Asiaticus, you're supposed to ask me, how bad is she? Go ahead, go ahead, ask me. Okay, Caligula, how bad is she? She's so bad at sex. I'm sad that I missed dessert. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> Hold on. I got something for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, the other one was... Um, She's so bad at sex that I pretend that I have the worst the worst case of uh, premature ejaculation just so I can get out of it. If she just looks at my penis, I go, ah, ah. <sighs> you can go now. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that's this guy. So, right. yes, yes. Can understand how he might have wanted to kill Caligula. Apparently, yeah. after the assassination, when he was shirt-fronted about it, he said he <laughs> wished he'd been involved in yeah. the assassination. But the sources suggest he was involved. To what degree, we don't know. Now, another possible guy involved in it was Suffolk Consul in the year 30, Gaius Cassius Longinus, governor mm-hmm. of Asia at the time. Right. Dio tells us that Caligula had been warned by an oracle to beware of a Cassius. And so he recalls this guy from Asia. Uh, It turns out he was the wrong Cassius. It was Cassius Correa that he should have been warned about. But this guy, Cassius Longinus, was the brother of Lucius Cassius Longinus, who had been married to Drusilla. Before or uh, before Caligula made him divorce her, so she could yes. marry Lepidus, right? And he had the unfortunate habit of boasting that it was his ancestor that is, that had assassinated Julius Caesar. And Cassius. actually, actually, on the uh, the license plate on his um, chariot said "Caesar Killer." Again, not the best, smartest move, but there you go. That must have made for awkward lunches, family lunches, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, kill any good Caesars lately? What was the relationship? You're banging my between... sister and you brag that your family well, killed a Caesar. In the family tree, I don't have it in front of me, but the relationship between Julius Caesar and a Caligula, uh, it's pretty yeah. complicated, right? Well, the point is his family is known for killing leaders and Caligula is a leader. So it had to be awkward. I mean, you skip dessert, you just get the hell out of there. <laughs> I'm bringing up the family tree so I can try and work it out. We are so, family. Yeah. So, uh, and if people want to see it, I've actually, I've built one. It's on the site, um, on the life of Caesar page. Um, so Augustus was his grand nephew. Tiberius was Augustus's adopted son. Mm-hmm. But C- 
Caligula is the son of Germanicus. Germanicus is the son of uh, Drusus. Drusus, uh, along with Tiberius, were the sons of Livia and Tiberius. So uh, Drusus would have been a stepson. Germanicus is the his step grandson. Caligula is his step Augustus's step great grandson. But Caligula Caesar Julius Caesar's step nephews is his grand nephew's step great grandson. But remember, the Romans took adoption very fucking seriously. So there might have been a lot of steps in there, but not to the Roman mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Caligula was adopted by Tiberius. Uh, Tiberius had been... Did he ever get adopted? I don't think... Hold on. I think Tiberius was adopted Uh, by uh, Augustus. Augustus. So there's a connection. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, and, and, and Augustus was adopted by Julius Caesar. So... Son, grandson, great grandson. A couple times removed. Well, Tiberius, Tiberius adopted Germanicus, mm-hmm. so great, great grandson. Yeah. So Julius Caesar was my great, great grandfather, and you, your, your ancestor killed him. Yeah. I don't know. My name is Amigo Montoya. Your great, great grandfather killed my great, great grandfather. Prepare to die. I don't know. Uh, so yeah. anyway, it's uh, this guy. Uh, apparently, the 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 um, governor of Asia, Cassius Longinus, Gaius, somehow involved, possibly according to the ancient sources, they mention his name. At least he got recalled. Right. Um, now, two of the senators uh, who were involved in the plot, who lost their lives, along with Caligula. We know very little about them. One guy was Publius Nonius Asprenas. Right. He had been a suffect consul in 38. He got killed during the assassination, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. The other was Lucius Norbanus Balbus. Right. Was also killed alongside Caligula. We'll talk about him a little bit later on as well. Now, Josephus gives the usual praise for the conspirators that you would expect from him, talking about how they were great and noble and right. did wonderful things, etc., 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 the most noblest among the citizens. Heart of gold. Yeah, this is Balbus, but we don't know much about him uh, either. Yeah. Now, in Josephus's account, Korea wanted to kill Caligula straight Let's away. Let's go, baby. He was... Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't jabby, wait. Jabby. Let's stick the knife yeah. in. <laughs> Give me something to jab. I'm not really into jabby jabby. But he was. But he was, he was yeah. <laughs> really into the jabby jabby. Yeah. But they 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 said, no, no, we need to think this through. We need to plan right. this. Because listen, uh, remember when those guys assassinated Julius Caesar? <laughs> Yes. And, you know, they didn't think it through very well. And it all went horribly wrong. Let's not make the same mistake. Let's plan this out carefully. Because one thing, we, if if we've learned anything from the assassination of Julius Caesar, 
Right. It is that it's the the, the killing itself isn't the end of it. That's right. just the beginning. Step one. Yeah. Put cut a hole in a box. <laughs> Step two. What are we gonna do? Sorry, now? that was that was yeah. Something else. Uh the the killing is just the beginning. What yeah. you the, the important part of the assassination isn't the assassination. Right. The important part of the assassination is taking power, right. making sure you don't create a power vacuum. Yes, making sure that you that that this isn't you, you're not going to go from bad to worse here. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. So yeah, let's think this through and plan it carefully. And they decided that they would make their move during the celebration of the Palatine Games. Right. Now, what can you tell our listeners about the Palatine Games, Ray, and why that was when they had to make their move? The important part of this is because these games are going to happen very soon, it's, tactically speaking, a good choice because they have to build a temporary theater in front of the Imperial residence, which means what? A whole bunch of people are going to be crammed in. Caligula security guards aren't going to be able to keep an eye on everybody. And because it is a celebration, the conspirators can come together and it won't look suspicious. Right. Pretty good opportunity. Mm. Well, I think that's one reason. Uh, the uh-huh. other, The other reason is that Caligula had apparently said... After the games, he was going to go and live in Alexandria. He was getting the fuck out of Rome. God. Yeah. <laughs> do you believe that? I mean, how much credence do you give? Because that means the whole government has to move. If the uh, emperor well, no, goes, I, th- I think he was trying to get away from the government. Well, Tiberius moved to Capri. And Caligula, I mean, if he thinks, I mean, maybe he he was just going on a holiday. Maybe he he had just heard something about how hot the the women were there. But he, if you're surrounded by conspiracies that are trying to kill you, maybe it makes a lot of sense to go, you know what, fuck all y'all, I'm going to move to Alexandria where, (laughs) you know, uh, people aren't trying to kill me every second of the day. Um, but no, the, the, the sources say that he had announced he was going to move to Alexandria permanently. Oh, so they got, so they got to do something nowsies. Yeah. Oh, but the, the other hand, I'm thinking, well, good. If he moves to Alexandria, that's it then. You just run things in Rome. What's he going to do if he's not around? Uh, he's probably going to do, you know, when, when, Tiberius went to Capri. He put the prefect of the guard in control. You are the guard. What do you care? I mean, the senators probably didn't like that if right. they wanted power. Anyway. But I just have to ask real quick, when when Tiberius went to Capri, he didn't announce it beforehand, look, I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. Fuck you all. It was kind of a, a gradual thing and they eventually figured, and, he, and it, a couple of times in letters, he did promise to come back. He did promise to return. And so I think that was more of a slipping away. Here is this guy announcing that he's going to be going away. So I don't know. That, that's, again, how is the government supposed to function? Who did he trust enough to leave in charge? Because mm. somebody's got to be in charge. So, again, this is just one of those things we'll never know. Now, the games would run, they ran every year. Uh, some sources say they started on the 17th of January. Other sources say they started on the 25th of December. Mm. They would run for eight days and a temporary theatre was going to be erected in front of the Imperial Palace. 
and there were going right. to be tens of thousands of people crowding whoop, whoop. inside of that, yeah. which is going to create a certain level of chaos, which was part of the yeah. fun of these games. Wouldn't but it's stop. going to be hard for his bodyguard to protect him right. when he's entering or leaving because he's going to come down a narrow corridor out of the palace into this huge tent. Uh, very hard for the bodyguard to, to be there because they're going to be blocking the, the pathway. Right. So the sources claim that he got a lot of warning signs <clears throat> leading up to this day, as there always are for these things. Right. I talked, I talked earlier about how an oracle told him to beware of a Cassius. There was yeah. also a story that lightning struck the capital of Capua, as well as the room of the doorkeeper of the palace at Rome. But those things happened a year before on the Ides of March. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I mean, how does every, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's completely obvious to me that when lightning strikes a building right. a million miles away a year before <laughs> an assassination, not even exactly a year before, but, you know, roughly 10 months before, that everyone should have seen this coming. Well, <clears throat> I think like, that's when Caligula wrote that song. It's all about me, baby. It's all about me, JC. So who the fuck knows how that gets interpreted to mean just him and nobody else? I'm I'm done now. It's like the U.S. intelligence services after <laughs> 2001 saying, "Well, just because we knew that there were uh, Saudi terrorists uh, learning how to fly commercial airliners, how could we have I- possibly seen that that was going to end badly?" No one could have seen this coming. Bunch of rumours and stories. Yeah. According to Suetonius, a man called Cassius claimed in a dream that he'd been bidden to sacrifice a bull to Jupiter. Sure. Well, obviously. Obviously, that that means that Caligula's going to get assassinated. I mean, it's pretty simple. (laughs) Uh, Dio reports that Apollonius of Egypt foretold the death of the emperor to his fellow countrymen and was supposedly brought before Caligula on the very day of the assassination and only uh, survived because his uh, death had been delayed. I guess he was going to be questioned with, uh, what do they call it, enhanced interrogation techniques. Yeah. Now, of course, as we know from previous episodes, previous thing going back to Augustus, it was a big no-no to be a soothsayer and predict the death of the emperor because you're just going to get people excited. Uh, Then there were more signs as they got closer to the day. The statue of Jupiter at Olympia, which Caligula had ordered Memmius to bring to Rome, Mm. apparently burst out in laughter... (laughs) and the workmen who were trying to dismantle it ran away. Now... You know. Now, I I don't know about you, Ray, but that story, I take that one completely seriously. I do. But but in truth, I think we all know that really there was an Australian who was standing behind the statue and he just burst out laughing when the guys got close just because he knew it was going to scare the shit out of him. So just a typical Aussie stunt, if you ask me. (laughs) What did you call him? An Aussie what? Aussie, I don't know. I don't even know what I just said. Oh, stunt. Stunt, not oh, cunt. Stunt. Some Aussie oh. cunt playing pranks <laughs> on guys as they were wont yeah. to do. Yeah. 
And then on the eve of his death, it is said that Caligula dreamt that he was in heaven beside the throne of Jupiter and that the God struck him with the toe of his right foot and hurled him to earth. Oh. Now, how the fuck do they know that? Well, Caligula told somebody uh, on the day of his assassination. Who, yeah. uh, by the way, he, he's sitting there at a banquet during the theatre, uh, you know, celebration, said, hey, you'll never yeah. guess what I dreamed about last night. Oh, really? Oh, that's fascinating. And then they managed to remember that, to write it down. Reminds me of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane right. in the Gospel of Mark talking to God on the night of his arrest <laughs> yeah, saying, you know, yeah. Please God, don't don't make me do this. I don't want to do this. Can you get me out of this? Can you get me do me a solid? So, Can you get me a pass on this one? <laughs> Who the fuck knows that Jesus said that? Who heard that? Well, no one was there, according to the gospel. Clearly, God told someone afterwards, or and this is probably my bet, Jesus after he was resurrected told someone that to me makes more sense. I think he was just, you know, man, yeah. you're not going to believe right before oh, I was killed. Um, you know. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Uh, can just, just, just pick up a pen. I, this is something just for, just for you know, uh, complete transparency. <laughs> I, I want you to note that um, on the night before I was arrested, the night I was arrested before my arrest, I begged God like a little bitch <laughs> not to make me go through with the plan. <laughs> that was my what one was pussy that? moment. It's, it was. Yeah. It was my. It was the way I. Uh, it was the uh, way I could save the sins of humanity. Well, I know yes. that, <laughs> but still. everyone knows that. <laughs> but still, and that's you know. But but I, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I didn't want to go through with the plan. I begged God, but I am God. So sue me. So therefore, right. it was my plan. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, I am God. So therefore, it's my plan <laughs> to save humanity. But you know what? After I, I came up with the plan before I came and hung around with you guys. Right. After I hung around with you I guys, was like, I was like, fuck humanity. Yeah. I don't want to save humanity. It's gonna fuck hurt. humanity. Right. And then I tried to talk myself. <laughs> By praying See, to there's myself. a version of myself that I... Right. If I, there's a version of myself I leave in heaven to keep the wheels sure. turning up there. Somebody needs to be there to... You know, to to, yeah. to to keep an eye on the angels because <laughs> angels are like you leave them <laughs> alone the for five worst. minutes, right? They're they're fucking virgins. Well, yes, I fucked a virgin too, my own mother. Yes, that is true. But listen, I, really I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this. Right? Just right, write right. the fucking words that I tell you to write down, Mark. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes, I know that's my own name, but, but it's a really good. That's, yeah. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue. I hate you guys. <laughs> I wish I'd <laughs> never been crucified. You, Mark. I swear to God. I'm going to talk to Luke. Sometimes I wish I'd never been crucified. <laughs> <laughs> For I so hated the world, I regretted that I let yeah. you do that. Let, uh, that I let me do that to myself. <laughs> Where's that snake? Someone bring that snake back. Dicks. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, where was I? <laughs> yes. Um, now, the, the very plays presented at the games oh. are seen as being portentous right. uh, or pretentious, but maybe portentous of what's going on. So uh, one of Caligula's lovers that we talked about way, way back, the oh, dancer yeah. Nesta, yeah. 
that he used to like tongue kiss in public <laughs> after his performances. Mm-hmm. Nesta performed a dance about Kinnerus, the Ooh. famous hero and king of Cyprus. Right. Uh, tell us about this uh, dance of Kinnerus, Ray. I do know this. I do know that when Kinnerus promised assistance to Agamemnon, who's having uh, his big battle, he does not keep his promise. He promised uh, Agamemnon that he would send 50 ships. He only sends one. The other 49 ships were actually uh, uh, fakes, and so Agamemnon was was, was killed. And I think um, Kinnerus is... is um, killed by God. I don't really know that. But the other part that I, of the story that I really hope you have is that Kinneris's daughter seems to have had the hots for her dad and just couldn't get enough daddy loving. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd read that she had been uh, killed for incest. So it seems like a pretty fucked up story to mm-hmm. me. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of these uh, stories where the uh, daughter had sex with her father, she gets accused of incest, but not him because no. <laughs> we told one of these stories recently. I can't remember yes. what show it was on. It was Renaissance, I think. It was I, like, I yeah, think yeah. It was. he didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yes, I, I fucked my daughter it was nine dark. days straight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know. Like daughter, yeah. mother, you know, they're <laughs> she, pretty much all the same to me. Pussy, for, in the dark, a pussy's a pussy. What are you, what are you <laughs> That's science. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in this dance, the king and his daughter both get killed and there's a shitload of blood uh, sprayed about on the stage because they, you know, they wanted to keep it real. It's cutting cutting edge special effects, (laughs) first century, mid-first century Rome. Just not even fake blood. They just got like pig's blood and they just splashed it everywhere. So, of course, you know, that... Uh, you know that that play had been performed, that dance had been performed many, many times uh, when Caligula wasn't assassinated. But on this particular right. day, they should have seen it coming <laughs> that a king was being assassinated. Therefore, yeah. he would be killed. Yes. Suetonius also claims that the same dance had been performed by Neoptolemus sure. during the games when Philip of Macedon was assassinated. Alex's True. daddy. And Josephus jumps on the story by saying that it's generally agreed that Caligula died on the same day of the year as Philip. So, ooh, maybe it's a reincarnation, except for it's bullshit, because Philip died, I think, in October. So that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a cool story. Yeah. October, January, close (laughs) Now... The main performance of the day was a play called Laureolus. It was a play written by our old friend and my favourite Roman poet, Catullus, Mm -hmm. who wrote Pedicabo Ego Vos et Iromabo, which means what, Ray? Oh, first I'm going to fuck your ass and then your mouth. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, close enough. Okay. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass, then I'm gonna fuck you in the face. The first line of Carmen sixteen, of still available in our t-shirt store. If you go up to our Red yeah. Bubble Life of Caesar store, get it where you, you can. can be the second person after me to buy one of those t-shirts and wear it's it. It's in Latin. No one's gonna know. Just get it. 
Yeah, and it's funny because if people do go, oh, what's uh, what's the slogan <laughs> on the shirt mean? You can tell them or not tell them, or tell Make them to look something. it up, Google it yeah. on your phone. Yeah. Just tell, just Google it on your phone. Take a picture, yeah. Google it later. If you haven't checked out our store recently, there's a bunch of cool shit up on our store. I've done a lot of what I think are cool designs right. uh, for our various shows. Just go up to just Google Red Bubble Life of Caesar. Cool, and uh, have a look at our store. Buy some shirts. Yeah, we make like a buck a shirt. Uh, you know, I think in the six years that we've been running yes. that store, we've made six or seven dollars <laughs> out of okay, the merchandise God. on that. So God you know, that's it, half a cigar. God, kind of bestadio some people. Uh, Go ahead. Anyway, the story of uh, Loriolus. Right. Uh, what what do you know about the play Loriolus? Right. This I have to actually surprise you and say I know very little. So why ruin it? I bow to you, sir. You don't want to guess? You can just guess what the story is um, about. That's what you usually do. You just take a shot at it. <laughs> it's um, Loreolus. It has something to do with an Areolus. No, that's <laughs> as far as I can go. I, I've got nothing. It's a play about a gang of bandits. Sure. Loreolus is the leader of a gang of bandits. <laughs> And they manage to escape from dangerous situations until one day he gets caught and crucified. <gasps> a story about a guy who gets crucified. Wow, On where have d- I heard that before? Hmm. Now, during the play, apparently, he tries to escape arrest at the end, gets caught, beaten up, and starts vomiting blood, and then the rest of the actors start vomiting blood. Oh, God, I'm going to be sick. So, again, there's blood everywhere. There's there's a big thing at the Palatine Games in this last day about blood everywhere. And then, at the end of the play, he gets crucified. But fun fact here... Sometimes during performances of Loriolus, when he's getting crucified, they would replace the actor with a body double, a real criminal, and would actually crucify him on stage during the performance. Damn. What is that called? Porn? Snuff film? Snuff porn, yeah. Snuff film. God. Anyway, but it gets better. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, because crucifixion is obviously a notoriously slow way right. of killing someone. Yeah. That's the point of crucifixion. Sure. So once they had hung the real prisoner on the cross, they would they go, okay, well, we need to speed it yeah. up a little I bit. go home. So how if 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 this was you, Ray, if you're the producer of the play, right, right, and you're you're in the you're in the production meeting, you're like, right, uh, uh, I, I'm turn, I, I'm the producer, I'm turning to you. You're the head of uh, 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 staging, right, Ray. Sounds right. Go, Ray. Um, do you, Do you have a prisoner ready? Uh, Ray I for do. the uh, the the switcheroo at the end of the cruci- You got someone we can crucify? Yes, his name is D'Angelo. <laughs> D'Angelo, eh? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird name right. for uh, first century it. Rome, but I, I, okay. I call him Big Black Motherfucker, but D'Angelo's his uh-huh. real name. So go ahead. Oh, he's a Nubian. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I get it. He's a Nubian. Right. Now, uh, Ray, yeah. as as you know, last time we, we crucified somebody right. on stage, right. uh, it took them fucking days oh, to die. Who's got time? 
pain in the ass. Uh, if you've got a, if you've got a plan for speeding up the uh, the death scene here, right? Because listen, Caligula, yeah. like he's not known for his patience at no, these things. I, he wants to. And by the way, this play is going on just before lunch. We know that Caligula likes to go home during lunch and do a costume change. Right. He likes to come back, well, likes to shit shower, shave, <laughs> and have a costume change in the middle of the day. So right. keep it snappy. What, what What's your plan for how you're going to kill this guy quickly, Ray? Well, personally, um, and there, there's an inside story. You don't need to know all the details. I'd like to beat him to death with my penis, but I hear what you're saying. we got to rush through this kind of thing. Uh, let's put him up on the cross. How about, I don't know, the Jesus thing hasn't happened yet. Anyway, maybe a spear to the left side of the torso. I don't know. What do well, you think? Cut, cut no, the Jesus thing happened. The Jesus thing happened eleven years oh, ago. I'm sorry, seven, sorry, eleven, depending on who you believe. That's so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did get speared by a Longinus, and we've right. got a Cassius Longinus here. Boom. Um, but anyway, le- yeah, we've seen that. Oh. We've seen the whole spear to the side thing. Have you got anything? Have you got anything more uh, titillating for the audience, Ray? I don't. Do we? Do we? Because uh, I've got. Yeah. I've got an idea. Oh, you're obviously please. useless. Thank you. I don't have why you, the fuck that you, you. The only the fact you're my wife's nephew is the only reason I keep you on. I swear to God. Thanks, Uncle. Beating somebody to death with your penis. Have you looked at your penis recently? You know, how would you? It's going to take you a while. I get that. You couldn't bruise his little toe with that fucking nub. It's, it would thing. still feel good. But anyway, what's your idea? Well, I got this mate of mine, and uh, he's got this bear. Oh fuck yes. So here's my plan. Right. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> Call me crazy, call me stupid, but I think right after we crucify this motherfucker, we'll stab him a few times, you know, just for the fun of it. I people will think, right? People in the audience will think, you know, we we, we want to. We, initially, they're going to go, oh fuck, crucifixion. Now we're going to have to wait three days. <laughs> then we'll stab him in the side, right? Speed it up, like 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 we did with Jesus, and then they'll go, oh well, okay, we only have to wait for a few hours here. It's right. not as bad as we thought. Then the big bold reveal is we're going to bring in a bear, Ray. Yes. And the bear will tear him from limb to limb, limb from limb. Fucking love it. Right. Fucking love Right on stage. <laughs> right in front of people. In uh, front of Caligula. Okay. A wild bear, Ray. <laughs> It's fucking, oh, we are going to win a Tony. This is going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to set up more lights, uh, maybe some security, but totally, totally going to do this. Marshall, the, uh, the the Roman poet Marshall, who was born during the reign of Caligula, mm-hmm. so he was writing decades later, right. he says that this story, Loreolus, was a version of the story of Prometheus, and he wrote, oh. as Prometheus... Bound on a Scythian crag, fed the tireless bird with his too abundant breast. So did Loreolus, hanging on no sham cross, give his naked flesh to a Caledonian bear. Hell yeah. His lacerated limbs lived on, dripping gore, and in all his body, body there was none. 
Finally, he met with the punishment he deserved. The guilty wretch had plunged a sword into his father's throat or his master's or in his madness had robbed the temple of its secret gold or laid a cruel torch to Rome. The criminal had outdone the misdeeds of ancient story. In him, which had been a play, became an execution. (sighs) Fucking, I I need the movie rights to this. I swear to God, we're going to make a mint. They fucking brought in a bear. Interesting here that he says that this guy had laid a cruel torch to Rome. So it sounds like the burning of Rome under Nero, which is something that Tacitus blames on Christians. Uh, Mm. But uh, Marshall seems to blame it on this one guy who uh, was killed by a bear. Maybe he was a Christian. We don't know. Right. Good point. Damn. Wow. I forgot why we're here tonight. I'm just all bare right now. Well, (laughs) we're. Well, we've done another hour. So, and then some. So, I think that's where we're going to finish up episode 23. Turns out it wasn't our last episode. Our next episode will be our last episode. Episode 24, nice, nice, even, round, even, not quite round, even number. (laughs) (laughs) The age that Caligula was when he became emperor. Oh, good point. If I'm not mistaken. But um, ish. Yes. 24, 25-ish. Right. So uh, we'll be back next week, boys and girls, with... I don't think I could take anything to my penis... I think a lot of people were saying that about Hillary Clinton as well. That's a good point. Geriatric sex. (laughs) Oh my God. Not hot. Repeat, not hot.